this is America. Everybody deserves to have decent air quality. Everybody deserves to have fresh air when they're in their house. Everybody. This is the Brightline podcast from Brightline Defense. We explore environmental justice issues, or EJ issues, in the broader Bay Area, highlighting the work of community-based organizations, including our own. My name's Aubrey, and today we have a special new kind of episode for you guys. Between some of our long-form episodes, we'll be bringing you bonus content featuring the story of a single community organizer doing amazing EJ work right now on the ground. I'll let our first incredible guest introduce himself. My name is uh, Reggie Reed. I am a private tenant organizer here with the uh, Central City SRO Collaborative. If you listened to the last episode of the Brightline podcast, 80 Square Feet of Chinatown, you'll recognize the term SRO. Well, SRO stands for Single Room Occupancy. And and it is just that. It is a single room with a bed and a sink. Before moving into one of San Francisco's 500 or so SRO hotels, Reggie's housing situation was precarious. I was living in a homeless shelter. It's almost like a lottery system. You stay in the shelter for a few months, and then eventually your number will come up, and they'll put you in one of these SROs. And uh, that's what happened to me. Uh, Actually, I'm currently living in an SRO. I'm very blessed and very fortunate. I live in one of the nicer SROs. It's, it's, It's very big. And because I've been doing this for a few years, I have everything that I need in my room. I got an air fryer, crock pot, George Foreman grill, microwave, toaster oven. You know, in fact, I'm going to cook a lasagna tonight. After moving into an SRO in 2011, Reggie saw the difficulties that many other tenants faced when trying to access basic amenities. It happens frequently that the landlords, they don't want to fix nothing. In fact, the one building that I'm working on on Post Street, they got new ownership. And they took away a lot of the services that they had previously in terms of the dish network, the Wi-Fi, the kitchen that's not open like it used to be. And they're still charging the full amount of rent. And that's illegal. This is where the Central City SRO Collaborative steps in. We are advocates for people who live in SROs and low-income housing. If they're having a problem with the management like uh, the plumbing's not working and the manager isn't doing anything about it, well, then you come to us. We will file a complaint with the Department of Building Inspection. Uh, We'll file a complaint with the rent board because just because it's an SRO, you still have tenant rights. As a tenant and organizer, Reggie noticed another major problem affecting SROs. I stayed in an SRO where I got very little air quality. I didn't have any type of ventilation coming into my room. During the wildfires that we had last year, you remember how bad the air quality got? I mean, it really got bad for weeks on end. So we were doing air quality surveys here in the in the Tenderloin and South of Market in the low-income areas. Along with members of the Brightline team, Reggie went door-to-door documenting the air quality problems inside SROs. At first, residents were hesitant to talk with him. Once people see that you are genuinely concerned about them, then they start opening up, telling me how they got asthma, they got COPD. And it just, a lot of the things that I've learned, it just confirmed what I already knew. Most of the areas that had the worst air quality were in the poor neighborhoods. And this is America. Everybody deserves to have decent air quality. 
everybody deserves to have fresh air when they're in their house. Everybody. You're punishing people for being poor. In our last episode, we talked about how environmental justice isn't just about nature, but also human environments as well. But Reggie challenges us to think even more expansively about what EJ community work can encompass. For him, building maintenance and air quality can't be untangled from issues like mental health and housing equity. A lot of the tenants have mental health issues, and most, if not all, have been homeless. It's a little deeper than just giving somebody a key and then, okay, see ya. You you need to address the reasons why they became homeless in the first place. Because what happens is a lot of people that I know from the homeless shelter that I was in years ago, they right back out there in the street. They wind up getting evicted because of the problems that they have. You don't address the underlying conditions. It's just like putting a Band-Aid on somebody that needs open-heart surgery. And and that's not going to solve the problem. This episode was written and produced by me, Aubrey Calloway. Original music by Maya Glixman, with additional help from Daniela Cortez and Cecilia Mejia. Thank you to Eddie Ahn for support on research and writing, and to Reggie Reed for sharing his insights and story. For more information about Brightline, you can visit our website at brightlinedefense.org or on social media at Brightline Defense. You can also find a transcript of this episode on our Medium blog. To learn more about the Central City SRO Collaborative, check out their website at ccsroc.net. And finally, don't forget to give us a follow and leave a review if you enjoyed the show. Stay tuned for more from us wherever you get your podcasts. Take care.